You really well and truly cannot make this stuff up. Get ready for this. Nancy Pelosi. Now, remember yesterday, she was caught in the hair salon, E Salon SF in San Francisco with the owner, um, Erica Kiosk, you know, saying, I don't know why Nancy Pelosi's in there. I think it's a slap in the face. Listen to this. Pelosi says the salon owes me an apology for setting me up. Wait a minute. Nancy Pelosi, remember, there's the text messages that we're showing. Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi, uh, the text said, uh, Pelosi's assistant says that I want, you know, can I get a, a blowout or whatever? And she says, Pelosi? But apparently, she said a Pelosi? Are you kidding me? What? It, listen to it. Here we go. A defiant house speaker, Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday claimed she was set up and a hair salon in San Francisco owes her, her, an apology after it was revealed that the California Democrat, that's a lot better from the uh, wording yesterday, California powerhouse, uh, okay, visited the business despite local ordinances keeping salons closed amid the coronavirus pandemic. She says she's been to the salon over the years many times. I take responsibility for trusting the word of the neighborhood salon that I have been to. When they said they could accommodate people one at a time and we set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. What? So I take full responsibility. Okay, stop. Pause. Right there, Nancy Pelosi. Apologize. We get it. You think you're better than everyone else. You deserve a, a, a blowout for your hair, and no one else does. And we get it. We know that's how you are and how you think, how selfish and self-centered you are. Just pause right there. That's fine. We get it. You're finally admitting to being a piece of trash. Nope, she had to continue. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. The salon owner... Erica Kiosk, Kiosk, I think it's Kiosk, owes me, she, how dare she, owes me an apology. Unbelievable. And then she gets asked, which I couldn't believe this, she gets asked about, um, why wasn't she wearing a mask? That at this point in time seems like a hard-hitting question from, quote, news reporters to Democrats. I just had my hair washed. I don't wear my mask when I'm washing my hair. Do you wear one when you wash your hair? And that is the exact way that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, said that. She is so snarky and so arrogant. Now, the salon owner was just on with um, Tucker Carlson on Fox News. She says, uh, no, this absolutely was not a setup whatsoever. And she said, you know, that, that she is, she's not staying in San Francisco and she is getting out of there. She said her Yelp reviews are terrible because, you know, what, what, because what is this bad publicity for Nancy Pelosi? Why is she like such this like God like figure in California? What has she done for California? What has she done for her district in San Francisco? Not a single thing. The only reason she's still there 
is because she's a Democrat. And California and their 55, oh my goodness gracious, electoral votes that they get. Think about that 55 vote. You only need 270 to be the president. You got 55 there. And by the way, Joe Biden, because he has the word Democrat next to his name, is going to win the state of California. That is how divided we are as a country. It's unbelievable to me. But that's what Pelosi is. She is a congresswoman from California who occasionally becomes Speaker of the House. That's it. She does not. She never has had the best interests of all Americans in hand. She just she is your typical Democrat. She advocates. She likes people who advocate for abortion. She loves criminals. She loves illegal aliens. That is Nancy Pelosi. She loves seeing needles in her district and human feces on her street. She doesn't want to clean that up. You know, the Democrats are better at identifying problems and, and making them, you know, a, a bigger deal than they have to be, than they actually want to have solutions for those problems. I mean, that, that that's the Democrat Party 101. And, you know, for, for Pelosi, this woman, and she's a constituent of Nancy Pelosi. How dare she set me up? No responsibility taken whatsoever. Unbelievable. But you know what? Here's evidence. Here is video evidence and proof of the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party leader, the, the, the highest, most powerful official for the Democrats right now, and she's yelling at her own constituent, you owe me an apology. You made me look bad, therefore you must have set me up. This had nothing to do with me being selfish and self-centered and saying, no, 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 businesses can't reopen. Nope, nope, absolutely not. You know, small businesses, even some of them, they're never going to reopen. But no, I need to get my hair done so it's okay for me to be in here. I, it's, it, it's, it's the old saying, you know, it, uh, do, do as I say, not do as I do. That's Nancy Pelosi, and that's the wing of the old Democrat Party. I mean, they they believed exactly what the new Democrats do. They're just too afraid to come out and say it. Now, look, at you got this old Democrat as well, Andrew Cuomo. What's Andrew Cuomo up to today? You ready for this? Governor Cuomo, and this was in the New York Post on the Twitter box, Trump better have an army to protect him if he comes to New York City. How do you like that? The governor of New York City, simple as that, could care less about the rest of the state. He gets all of his votes from New York City, so whatever happens in the rest of the state, yeah, forget it, doesn't mean nothing to me. The president, think about it, take a step back, put out, you know, take out the labels, Republican for the president, Democrat for the governor. A governor of New York State saying to the president of the United States, you had better bring an army with you if you come to New York City. Are you kidding me? Now, think about this. What if it was Donald Trump who was the New York governor? And God forbid, I don't even want to say this, Lord Almighty, Andrew Cuomo was the president of the United States. 
And it was Donald Trump who said to Cuomo, you want to come to my state? You better bring an army. What is with the Democrats and their, their continuous advocacy for violence in our streets? Violence against their political opponents. This is the Democrat Party. Violent. They, they have hatred. They have disdain. They're really self-righteous, self-centered, arrogant, selfish pieces of garbage. They really well and truly are. Cuomo, Pelosi, and Schumer, and Gillibrand, you know, to name New York and California. And you got Maxine Waters in California, and Peach 45, and no peace, no sleep. You know what? You can't, the thing is with the left, you cannot disagree with them at all because they hate they 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 do not have love you know they these are people that no one loves them in their lives no one whatsoever they have hatred in their hearts and it it, it circulates all throughout their bodies so the only way they can cope with their miserable awful lives is to bring more hatred and more violence to people that are having a good time and loving the life that they're living in the greatest country in this world. We're not even 250 years old yet. And look at how many things we many things we've accomplished. Look at how many different countries around the world look up to us. That's how powerful we are. And the Democrat Party and their message, their goal I've said it for a long time, is to destroy this country from within. Now, the Attorney General, William Barr, was on um, CNN today, and I am just so disappointed in Wolf Blitzer and the, the, the I, I can't, I don't even know if you can say news anchor anymore, you know, opinion journalist who, who pretends he's a news anchor, I think would be best. I wrote down a couple of notes because the attorney general was on with him and he just had to stop Wolf Blitzer because he's going on about mail-in voting and he just says listen stop this is just cheap talk he cited that there was a, a, a study or um, and a report that came out and it was bipartisan with uh, uh, James Baker and Jimmy Carter in 2009 saying that mail-in voting is it brings fraud and coercion so why would we ever do it in this country? And he says ballot harvesting happens. He was uh, citing an example in Texas where it was like 1,700 uh, ballots that this guy had. And, you know, so here's the thing. He says, you think mail-in voting is a way to run a vote? He says, you're playing with fire. And then Wolf Blitzer goes, well, well, people are going to get sick and we have to cite coronavirus, which is tailor-made to Joe Biden's campaign and the Democrat Party's talking points. And he says, pre-existing conditions, I get that. But you know what? When you have your pre-existing conditions and you're afraid to vote, what is so wrong? Is there anything that says it's illegal with requesting an absentee ballot? There's none. 
whatsoever. So why in God's name would we ever have universal mail-in voting? If you can go to a grocery store or you can, if you're Nancy Pelosi, go and get your hair done. Or you can go out in the world in any way, shape, or form and put on a mask. If you can go out to eat, if you can go to a bar. You know, anything whatsoever, you can go to the dentist or the doctor or live everyday life. And even though you have to put a mask on, you still get through it. Then if you can do all those things, you can go and vote in person. Why is that so hard? How come every single thing about this country, according to the Democrats, are so bad and needs changing? You want to know why? Because this is a four-year-long temper tantrum that they are having because they lost an election in 2016 because they had the most corrupt, piece of trash, garbage, hate America candidate we've ever seen in Hillary Rodham Clinton. We know that Obama, the, the uh, president at the time, weaponized the FBI against Donald Trump's campaign to ensure that Hillary Clinton became president. And still, because of the goodwill of the American people and that the American people recognize a real person and they don't you know, want to be involved with fake, fraudulent people such as Hillary Rodham Clinton. You know, look at how insane and psychotic she is now. Could you imagine having her as president and by the way obama well you think that he would be out there every single day campaigning for his vice president he's distancing himself from biden he knows joe biden in his campaign is a total joke he said hillary clinton's the most qualified person there is to be president he even tried to utilize the fbi to defeat Donald Trump. I say it all the time. It's nothing short of a miracle that Donald Trump is our president. Donald Trump, you know, if Ivanka Trump alluded to it, she said Washington has not changed Donald Trump. Donald Trump has changed Washington. The masks are off on all the Democrats in Congress, all the Democrats in the Senate, they are radical extreme socialists. I don't care if they're part of the old Democrats because they're not helping fight against the new Democrats in this, in this party and in this country who want radical socialist agendas. They want $93 trillion Green New Deal bankrupt this country. That's AOC. She's in the category of new Democrats. Bernie Sanders is like leading the pack now. I mean, all of Biden's ideas are coming from Bernie Sanders. I, I, how does Bernie Sanders feel about Biden saying that? No, 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 I'm not banning fracking. No, what Bernie advocates for, he's an idiot. I'm not doing that. Well, now do you still have the support of Bernie Sanders? I mean, it was no coincidence that you had AOC nominated, being the one to nominate uh, Bernie Sanders uh, for nomination uh, uh, for president of the United States. No coincidence, because they're part of the new Democrat Party. And Joe Biden is in the middle of this, 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 this implosion that we're seeing in front of our very eyes of the Democrats. Of which way do they go? 
you know, they they Republicans were were faced the same choice in 2016. Do you go with Donald Trump, make him the leader of the Republican Party, a man that is not afraid of the corporate media, not afraid of never Trump Republicans who advocated for policies that Donald Trump has implemented, yet because it's Donald Trump who implemented them, they have to be against it. This whole Lincoln Project thing, none of those people are Republicans. Those people just want a paycheck and they will lie to you to get it. Remember that. Remember this. Remember how far on this very day and going forward, the Democrat Party, how far left they have gone because they hate Donald Trump. They hate the people that voted for Donald Trump and they hate this country. Remember how far left they went because for me, there's no coming back for the Democrat Party. Joe Biden says police are the enemy. How can police officers vote for Joe Biden? Joe Biden wants open borders. How can anyone who works on the border vote for, how can they vote for this man? How? I, it, it, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. So let me finish with the Attorney General's uh, interview. He says that um, China and Iran so far away is helping Joe Biden. To uh, there was an intel report to win the election. Then you got Russia. Here we go, Russia again. You know, because that I mean, that's this CNN must have like a poster of Vladimir Putin in their front lobby and Russia. You know, they must have Russian subtitles. They're so obsessed with Russia. You know, because again, they can't admit that they were wrong. They were wrong for three years. All they did was listen to Adam Schiff and the Democrat Party. And look at now they're suffering for it. You know, Adam Schiff, he has got to be the worst congressman we have ever seen, ever in the history of Congress. I mean, what a liar and a little dirty, creepy son of a gun weasel that he really is you know there's no one who divides this country more than that creepy fool adam schiff now anyway um the attorney general by the way just for uh, factual information says that influence foreign influence comes from hacking or social media uh he said t -t 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 that basing uh uh foreign influence it, you know that he said uh i i think it's china oh because wolf blitzer he you know, oh my goodness, Wolf Blitzer, I, he couldn't even comprehend what the Attorney General was saying. He said, between uh, Russia and Iran so far away, and Russia, uh, China, who is, uh, who is uh, you know, meddling around the most? And he says, the most aggressive between them is China. Oh my goodness gracious, hold on now. The Attorney General says China's the most aggressive as far as foreign influence in our election. Oh, that almost echoes what, let's see, let's think, hmm, what did the FBI director Christopher Wray say? There's no country that presents a broader, more comprehensive threat to America's innovation, to our economic security, and to our democratic ideas than China. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad that the DOJ and the FBI are on the same page as far as that goes. Wolf Blitzer almost lost it. Oh, more aggressive than Russia? They're more aggressive than Russia, but you mean more than Russia. You know, you can almost see him tearing down his Russian poster. Just unbelievable. And how, you know, the Attorney General, I, 
I have such a, a high respect for the Attorney General and how he deals with the BS that he goes through. It's really incredible. Now, today, so the list came out for the uh, uh, moderators for the presidential debates. And you know what? When I saw, when I got the update, the news alert about it, I'm like, oh, God, please not Wallace. Please not Wallace. Anyone but Wallace. Yeah, Christopher, Chris Wallace. Uh, there you go. There's someone who hates Trump. Susan Page, and uh, here's the rest of them. <clears throat> 2020 presidential debate moderator list released on Wednesday. You got Wallace on September 29th in Cleveland, Ohio. You got Susan Page uh, da, 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 moderating in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah on October 7th. Steve Scully, a senior executive producer and political editor for C-SPAN, will moderate the second presidential debate. Excuse me, by the way, Page is going to do the vice presidential debate in Salt Lake City. Uh, Steve Scully is doing um, uh, da, 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 October 15th in Miami, Florida. And then you have Kristen Welker, who will be moderating the final presidential debate on October 22nd in Nashville. So you have all that to look forward to. Who knows what the debates are even going to look like if Joe Biden even shows up. We have, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Lockhart and the New York Times all saying to Joe Biden, no, don't show up to the debates. Don't legitimize a conversation with this president. <clears throat> well, now this president, this was in the Daily Caller. And uh, this actually, I want to say this showed up yesterday. Yeah, it did. Uh, it was a Daily Caller exclusive. We got our hands on Trump's internal issue polling. Jobs, economy, COVID-19 take priority over racial issues, law and order. Oh, no, hold on a second. 20% of all respondents, oh, by the way, um, it's a poll from America First Policies, a nonprofit group um, aligned with Donald Trump, shows that likely voters still care more significantly about jobs in the economy than any other issue heading into the 2020 election. You know what that says to me is that the American people see through this garbage and BS, Black Lives Matter, Antifa trash that we're seeing on our streets because they know that America is not a racist country. There's never been a better time to be alive and have equality in this world, let alone this country, than right now. 20% of all respondents listed jobs in the economy as their most important issue, while 16% said the same of fighting COVID-19. Notably, only 3 and 4% listed upholding law and order and stop racial injustice as the top issue, uh, uh, respectively. 61% either didn't answer, don't have a preference, or named an issue outside the uh, eight listed survey options as their most important issue. <clears throat> Additional questions showed potential problems for Democrats. Respondents gave Trump a 14% uh, 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 plus economic job approval rating, while Republicans earned an eight-point advantage, uh, 50 to 42, over Democrats when survey participants were asked which party they trust more to rebuild the economy following the COVID-19 pandemic. Now for the president's efforts, what was the president up to today? Here's the first tweet, 134. We'll be landing shortly in the great state of North Carolina. And he was in, or excuse me, that was um, 1030. He rattled off uh, the first tweet that was notable to me. 
We'll be heading to Wilmington, uh, North Carolina soon, and then we'll be going to Battleship, North Carolina. This is what, so this was um, the White House's tweet over, um, so for N95 surgical and pr uh, procedural masks to North Carolina, 2.9 million. Isolation and surgical gowns, 590,000. Eye and face shields, 110,000, and a million medical gloves. Now, that was provided just to uh, North Carolina. Excuse me there. A uh, little phone call. Yeah, very professional, right? But here was the president. You know, you want to talk about the handling of the coronavirus pandemic. That alone was just to North Carolina. Now, we know how much else the president has done as far as coronavirus goes in the entire country. Do you think Joe Biden could do anything close to that job? Joe Biden, the same Joe Biden, that when the president shut down travel, January 31st, when there was, wait for it, one known case of coronavirus in the United States, shut down travel to China, or from China, excuse me, Joe Biden said it was fear-mongering and it was racist and xenophobic. So thousands more Americans would have died had Joe Biden been the president. By the way, Biden then walked it back. Now, U.S. Small Business Administration, listen to this, has issued over $12.2 billion in loans to 129,000 North Carolina small businesses. Also, the president today officially designated Wilmington, North Carolina as America's first vintage World War Two, or excuse me, uh, uh, World War Two, very first World War Two heritage city. And by the way, if you see the videos, the lines, the enthusiasm, the groups of supporters there for the president, it was just unbelievable. Oh, he even figured out how to do emojis today. He sent the the Dow Jones Industrial just closed above twenty nine thousand. You are so lucky to have me as your president with the wink emoji. It's just incredible. Really funny. With Joe Biden, it would crash. Now, Joe Biden today. Okay, you ready for this? Now, this is, I mean, you read a teleprompter in news. So, you know, I've, I've seen teleprompters before. A lot of people have and have read off of it. You ready for this? Joe Biden's reading off the teleprompter, and he reads out top-line messages. I mean, is there a bigger doofus and buffoon in this country right now other than a few notable candidates in the mainstream media other than joe biden now as far as north carolina goes north carolina why am i pointing it out what the president was doing for you throughout coronavirus and throughout and throughout the day today north carolina and your 15 electoral votes you are one of the states that will decide which direction we go in this country. Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Arizona, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Colorado, Iowa, New Mexico, New Hampshire, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Utah, and then you, of course, North Carolina. The president, again, leadership, bold, courageous, inspirational, just incredible every single day think of the things that he has to deal with the president wakes up in the morning knowing he's got joe biden against him he's got an entire democrat party against him he's got never trump republicans against him he has the pathological prolific pathetic liars in the mainstream media against him and yet he always overcomes
And he let, what think about it. He's overcome Russia. He's overcome Stormy Daniels. He's overcome Ukraine. He's overcome impeachment. You know, I have so much faith and trust in this president to overcome Joe Biden and complete his goal to make America great again, again.